Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. V'yahavta l'reacha kamocha. One of the most important lines in the entire Torah, love your neighbor as yourself. Part of the Holiness Code, a series of obligations, of commandments in this section of the book of Leviticus, which lead us to a life of holiness, obligations to God, obligations to other human beings. The phrase is beautiful, it is so important, but it's also a little difficult to translate because of two difficulties in the verse. Let me share with you the first one. V'yahavta l'reacha kamocha. Literally, love to your neighbor as yourself. The word love, ohev in Hebrew, as it would in English, is considered a transitive verb. It takes a direct object. I love this person. I love this thing. I love this place. In Hebrew, a marker uh, for direct object is the word et. V'yahavta et. Adonai Elohecha, you should love the Lord your God. You should love et the Lord your God. The Lord your God is the direct object, the object of our love. So why in this particular case does the Torah say, V'yahavta l'reacha kamocha, love to your neighbor? Many, many comments on it, and I'll share just one, the one that I think is most relevant and most important, which is that this is a commandment that isn't about emotion. It isn't telling us how we should feel necessarily about other people, even though it's good to feel loving towards other people. The important, the essence of this commandment is what we do. This is an action, not a sense of feeling, because all the love we might have for another person, for our neighbor, for a person across the world, doesn't mean anything if we don't act in loving ways towards that person. So, according to this commentary, literally means show love to your neighbor, act in loving ways to your neighbor. It isn't a matter of emotion, it's a matter of action. And I love the way that that is explained through that simple letter, which means to, and changes the impact of the statement of the word love from just emotion to action. There's a phrase in Pirkei Avot, in Wisdom from the Sages, that I want to bring up in this context. And I'm only going to bring up the one phrase. I'm not going to mention the entire section it comes from. Pirkei Avot says there are different types of people, and one is the person who says, Shali, shali, shacha, shacha. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. And according to Pirkei Avot, this is an average person, benonit. Not great, not bad. What's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. But in that statement from Perkei Avot, there's what we call a yeshomrim. There are those who say, there's an alternative explanation. And there are those who say that that characteristic, the person who says, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours, zo midat Sodom. This was the characteristic of the people of Sodom, the city described along with the city of Amorah, Sodom and Gomorrah in the book of Genesis, which God destroys because the people are so evil. Their evil, their wickedness, according to these rabbis, according to these teachers, comes from the fact that they said, Shali, Shali, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. My problems are my problems, your problems are your problems. 
Now the commentary on the Mishnah, Pirkei Avot is part of the Mishnah, and the commentary there on the Mishnah, the Bartonora, Rabbi Ovadimi Bartonora, has a wonderful extrapolation of this phrase, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. And here's what he says. He says, the person who says what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours is saying, Eni I don't want to do anything for your benefit. Pretty straightforward. I'm not going to do anything for your benefit. But here comes the second part of the phrase from the Barton Nora that is chilling. The alavai, which means God willing. Alavai shalot tehene oti. God willing, you're not going to try to do anything to benefit from me. I'm not going to do anything to benefit for you. And God forbid you should try to do anything to benefit me. It's a terrible situation to assume that somebody might say, not only do I not want to help you, but I don't want you to help me. That would isolate themselves in certain ways. Who would say something like that? Well, there are people who would, under certain circumstances, maybe all of us in certain circumstances, would say, I don't want any help right now. Maybe it's out of embarrassment. Maybe it's out of a fear that if somebody helps us, we're then obligated to help them. Whatever it is, what a terrible situation it is when a person says, I don't want to help you. And it's even, it's, it's, it's horrible also for a person to take the attitude, God forbid you should try to help me. In fact, it is critical, not only that we show love and act in loving ways to other people, but that we are willing to accept, willingly and gladly, and with appreciation, the love that others show to us by acts of loving kindness. We need to understand the importance of being compassionate and acting in compassionate ways to others and being willing to accept the compassionate acts of others when they express them to us. That's what I think the word kamocha means, which is the second problem in this verse. Love your neighbor as yourself. What's kamocha mean? Love your neighbor like you love yourself? I, I don't, that's, some will explain it that way, but I don't think that's what it means. I think love your neighbor as yourself, following this first interpretation is show love to your neighbor and allow others to show love to you. Be willing to accept the acts of loving kindness from others. Don't be embarrassed. Don't see it only as a, as a source for sorrows in the future, for trouble in the future, because you're somehow going to be obligated to somebody. But if you're in need and somebody reaches out to you, accept that act of loving kindness and compassion willingly and openly and with sincere appreciation. I think we've learned a lot in this year of COVID. And one thing that we've learned is how important it is to act in loving ways to people around us, people we know and people we don't know, simple acts of kindness or great acts of kindness, but even those simple acts of kindness that we can perform for somebody else. But we've also learned once again how good it feels when people do something for us, when people express an act of, through an act of loving kindness, their concern for us. And while Many of us are not 
in the habit of finding ourselves in the position of needing the support of others. Maybe we've needed that more this year and we've appreciated it. I think that's what the phrase means for us in this world. Show love to your neighbor. Show by acts of compassion you care about others and willingly accept the love that others show for us. That's what the word kamocha means. Love your neighbor as yourself. Show love to your neighbor and allow them to show love to you. Maybe Bob Dylan has the best translation for this phrase. May you always do for others and let others do for you. Until next time, thank you.